Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. We are on to question 45 of our College Football Preview Series. Be sure to check out our feed for the previous 44 episodes to get you geared up for the season. Pick out the questions that interest you. But today we are asking, which coaches have the hottest seats? And so we're going to answer that by by having a, a hot seat draft here. So the goal is not necessarily, even though the question of the episode is who have the hottest seats, the goal of this draft is to pick the coaches that will be fired. So maybe you think a team's going to have a good year, even though the seat is super hot, right. and so you're not going to draft that coach. But let's, uh, Ryan, you have the first pick. So Yeah, it's tough to who you got? pick the, the one most likely to. Oh, uh, man, that's a tough call. I am going to go uh, Randy Edsel uh from oh, connecticut yeah okay i mean he, he's he's had three years there already he was six and 30 in those three years last year uconn didn't play which probably saved him uh but i think it just saved him for one more year because i don't you know after a whole off season nothing i, I don't see them being very good at all again this year it's going to be another rough year so yeah i think he could easily be gone and i read only he beaten... has like a oh go ahead oh I was just going to say they've only yeah, beaten one, a lot to get one they've beaten one FBS team since 2018 and it was UMass. <laughs> not great, not great. No, no. Yeah, it's apparently it's like a $0 buyout. That's what I read that they've just sort of been yeah. going year to year on this thing. I don't know, it was a weird contract. They didn't even situation. know if they were going to be FBS or what, you know, they were in shambles for a while so still are. All right, well, I'm happy that you didn't take my guy. Uh Justin Fuente I, I, is my pick here. The fans are completely against him. The 2020 and 2021 recruiting classes weren't good. They haven't been winning, of course, at the level they want. He probably would have been gone last year if it weren't for the buyout, but now that, that buyout is down to at least a, a more reasonable level. So another mediocre year. Like They go 6-6, six and six, I think he's gone. They go 7-5, and five, I still think he's gone. It, it might take a, a pretty good year to, to keep his job. all right yep all right moving on i'm gonna go kind of staying up in the northeast somewhat dino babers of syracuse they're just they're in the cellar uh they're as each you know season goes on they're just proving that 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 10 win 2018 season was more of a fluke than ever uh because they were four and eight and four and eight the two seasons before that then they were five and seven and then one and ten last year last in the conference and there's just no hope going into it for this year so i had to say dino babers oh that's right and we're snaking back to me oh yeah with babers i want to add his buyout last year was 17 million not sure what it is this upcoming year but you got to think still pretty significant so that that could save him but i it's a good i agree with that and now my next pick here i'm between two who am I more likely? All right, I'm going to go David Cutcliffe of, of Duke. He uh, He's 4-15 and 15 in their last 19 games. I feel like it's gotten a little stale at Duke. I, I know it's a very tough place to win. He had done a great job leading up to that. He's a, a tremendous coach. They, they had some top 25 moments. They went to bowl games. They won a bowl game. But they just need something to happen. It's you know, in his, Like I said, his 13th year, just not seeing a ton of hope for, for this season. They need some... So they need some new life, new blood. Well, we will count it as a victory for you if it was if it is mutually agreed to part ways. Because yeah. I feel like whenever this ends, that'll probably I be do the way agree it ends. with that. Absolutely. 
All right, back to me. Uh, by the way, my last pick, Justin Fuente, I don't know if I mentioned it, but he's Virginia Tech's head coach for those who maybe don't follow college football as closely. Um, all right, my next pick here. I'm going with my head coach, Clay Helton. I'm a USC fan. And, you know, the fans are not happy with him. I can uh, say that firsthand. The team hasn't been good the last three years. He's had a, a, a down couple of years in recruiting in that time period. This year needs to be good because the buyout is finally down to a level that I think is somewhat realistic. It's, it's hard to know exactly what the buyout is because USC is a private school. But from what I've read, it seems like maybe around $10 million, which is significant. But, you know, if, if he has a really underwhelming year, it's, it's not going to preclude us, us paying it out and firing him. I think 9-3 and three might save his job if it's not you know three really bad losses but eight and four worse he's in trouble yep, yep. he should yep. be uh, all right here so i got two picks in a row so i got pick number six and seven here uh number six i'm gonna go jim harbaugh at yep, michigan yep it hasn't won the division hasn't beaten ohio state struggled last year of course only won a couple games i know it was short but it was bad uh had to fire the defensive coordinator uh, even though that was kind of the saving grace for a while there for 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 Harbaugh, and it was just a weird. They had you know, he had an extension, but his extension felt like more of a demotion uh, than anything. So yeah. it's just like you know, Toothless it's going to be an extension. Easy, it's going to easily he's easily going to be fired, fireable now. So yeah, if he goes, I mean six and six, he's gone. Seven and five, probably gone. I would say eight and four, depending on how it looks, and you know. Michael, we probably talked about this before the podcast, but if JJ McCarthy comes in and like the last three games or something looks great, and they still but they go eight and four, but McCarthy looks good, okay, maybe we'll let you fly in for a little bit, but he's got to have a good year. Um, okay. okay, number seven. This is tough for me. It was it was between two guys, but I'm gonna go Walt Bell at UMass. Um, he's lost 15 out of 16. Uh, they were. I know it was a weird year last year, but they were zero and four, and they were outscored one hundred and sixty-one to twelve in those four games. That it was a tough schedule for for UMass, but like, come on, you scored twelve points in four games. It's not, it's not good. good, dude. It's not good. They uh, they may be the worst team in the country uh, this year. It kind of seems like it's going to be between them and New Mexico State in my eyes. Uh, I, hopefully, they play each other. I haven't seen the schedule. I think i don't know if they might but anyways seems uh, like yeah, they well, would but i know right both being uh, independent i know utep i think plays new mexico state so maybe maybe but anyways uh yeah walt bell he's been there for a while and just not good umass has in 2019 they were last in sp plus in 2020 they were last in sp plus and they were last by like 10 points so it's yeah, it was, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's gonna be hard to know. justify if they don't improve a little bit maybe the toughest place to win but you know Try to be at least be better than one team. Okay. <laughs> uh, my final pick for me. Let's see. Um, okay. I'm going to go Matt Wells of Texas Tech. Uh, he's been yeah. four and eight, four and six, which really isn't that bad, you know, compared to to even Kingsbury before him. I mean, it's worse, but uh, well, it's still four and obviously. Six might have been a bowl game. Like if there was a regular non-conference, if had an easy know, so. non-conference, but you know. either way, it's it's of course not what Texas Tech fans want, and no. they, he just doesn't have any support. It, it's not like they were super excited about the hire to begin with, so exactly. he doesn't have a lot of cachet though there. And uh, their season win total set at five and a half wins, so 
I think it's a bowl game or bust. I think if if he goes six and yeah. six, he probably keeps his job. Goes five and seven, I worse, think and he's so. gone. Yeah. I think All I right. Now, now it gets a little thin. There's uh, there's definitely some names out there that you could make a case for, but um, I'm gonna go with Dana Holgerson at Houston. Um, he's underachieved a bit, going four and eight, and then three and five. We know a couple years ago they had that season where after they lost a couple they decided to redshirt pretty much everyone they did that experiment it didn't pay dividends last year um as i said they went three and five and i just they houston is really trying to invest in their program and make it more big time they i think the 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 powers that be really want to see improvement there because holgerson's attitude and personality can can wear thin if you uh if you're not succeeding so holgo's needs a big year yeah, the problem with him is that their I think their season win total is like it's like eight or eight and a half or something. So yeah, I kind of they should I, be good. I agree. Like if he he's very much his seat is super hot, but I think that they'll be pretty good this year. But if they're not, he's gone. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Any other? Just throw out some honorable mentions. Let's throw Scott out Frost. some names. Yeah, you're gonna pay that twenty million dollar buyout? Nah, he's hey, not gone. The, he's not gone. The dude goes three and nine. Okay. That's why we use his honorable mention. Come on. Yeah. Doug Martin, New Mexico State, which is crazy to say after making a bowl a few years ago, but. Yeah. Dana Dimmel, if, if UTEP. Yeah. A little bounce back here, but. If know, the bottom falls out at UCLA, Chip Kelly, I don't think he will because I think they're going to be pretty good, but. Yeah. Uh, Herm Edwards, just because of, yep. you know, the situation yeah. there. This, uh, what, what if Eddie O has a bad year? What if you LSU disappoints? That's a good question. Like, define like bad. Seven to five. Seven, seven and five? five. I think he's fine there, but it it would be he'd okay. be hot going into next year. It would be scorching yeah. going into the next year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And yeah. All right. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of the College Football Bros. Be sure to give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts if you like the show. Thank you to Connor joshua and lemons for their reviews really appreciate those give the video a thumbs up if you're watching on youtube and we will be back tomorrow we're going back to the sec and we're going to rank all 14 teams so we'll see you then you've been listening to the college football bros if you have any questions for the next podcast email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com to keep up with the brothers on social media like them on Facebook at College Football Bros. Follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros. And for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.